Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brother Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunked. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, welcome to Drinking with Authors, the Literary Briefs edition. I'm your host, Erica Lance. My co-host today is J.M. Paquette, and our amazing author guest is Dominic Ashen. Okay, they put a track over that. I don't know why I'm still wooing. Okay, let's talk about what we're drinking. So I am most of the way through my bottle of Pacific Rim Sweet Riesling. What's really funny about this wine, you can get it at Publix. I'm sure you can get it other places. But it um, literally says 70% organic. Very rarely does something quantify the amount of organic. I was going to say, like... What? How does that, What's? Okay. I don't know. Like, do they or are they like? So we're gonna put seventy percent of this organic wine, and then we're gonna fill the last thirty percent with with water. Yeah, I'm not I, sure because it's vegan friendly, gluten free. It's a hundred percent wind powered offset. I don't know what that means, but um, it's made in Washington. Actually, it I. It contains so I don't know what the hell the thirty percent is, but it's just what so bizarre. Organic, I guess must not be organic. Whatever it's I don't, I don't know. It's it's it really good. all be organic. Yeah, you would think so. It's grapes, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they. I don't, I'm not even going to ask. I don't even want to know what the hell they do with Put it. some rocks in there. Yes, maybe there's some like non-organic boulders that they. Uh, who knows? Okay, Jen, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a lime bubbly because I'm exciting. You are, you are definitely something. Okay, Dominic, what are you drinking? Uh, I am finishing up the last of my peach vodka, orange juice, and pineapple juice cocktail. Is that a tequila sunrise? Wait, what? No, because it would have to have tequila in it. Yes. I'm super Don't pretty right now today. Yeah. Um, our sponsor today, by the way, is Gunk Brothers Spirits, DWA10. I remembered to say it. They are amazing. They did not make my 70% organic wine. They make amazing whiskeys and cordials and better things than 70% organic. Okay, let's talk 
about rapid fire questions. The first question is, what is your favorite book of all time? The Time Traveler's Wife. <sighs> Good times. Like, love, a, like just such a, such a great sort of tragic love story and so well-written and such a surprise when I read it. I did not expect to like it so much, but whew, wish the movie was a little better. <laughs> love Richard I mean, Adams, I... but... Mm. That is a Eric. constant state of being i will say cr rice who co-hosts with me sometimes i'm i say this all the time but said it best which is you have to treat movies and tv shows like fan <laughs> fiction of the original story because otherwise yeah like you'll just get pissed off like very rarely do i watch something that was a book i loved and go like people ask me about ender's game ender's game is my favorite book of all time do not love the author he can go fuck himself but that book is yeah. one of my favorite books and um and he, like, I saw the movie and I was like, well, that happened. Like, <laughs> I was just so mad. It's its was, own I entity. In, I was impressed they made, a like, a good Dune movie just because, like, like Ender's Game, like, those seem like books that are just so complex that it's like, I, I wouldn't expect a, a, the most amazing film to be made. But I, I was very impressed with the latest Dune uh, movie. So I haven't seen it because uh, my boyfriend watched it and he then wanted to listen to the audiobook, so we bought the audiobook, right? Because we do a lot of driving. And he was like, we're listening to it. And he goes, Yeah, you want to wait for the other ones to come out. Whatever other movies that you're gonna want to wait, because you're just not gonna be happy with where that ends. He didn't tell me where it ends, he didn't tell me anything. He's like, just you need to wait. And so I'm waiting. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's amazing, but I will wait for part two or three or four, however many it goes, <laughs> till it's done. And then I will watch all of them. I, I'm that way with shows. Uh did not watch Game of Thrones because I wanted to see how it ended. And uh happy I didn't waste my time. <laughs> you know, if you stop at season six, I think you're <laughs> you're okay. I think six is a good place to start. I told um, my daughter did the same thing. She watched the whole thing and she was like, yeah, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. And I was like, oh, oh, and she's like, what? And I'm like, you might want to stop at like six. Six would be good to stop at. And she's like, no, I'm going to watch the whole thing. And she called me and she's like, I should stop at six. And I'm like, <laughs> that's everyone. <laughs> okay. Follow up question. What is the least favorite book? Ooh. Uh... Catcher in the Rye. Really? I remember being forced to read it as a kid and just not connecting with it at all. Uh, yeah, I did not connect with that character whatsoever. Did you Did you enjoy any of the books you had to read for school? Honestly, not that many. Um, I like pre middle school probably. Like uh, Tales of the Fourth Grade, nothing is was probably my favorite. That and Mouse and the Motorcycle were my two favorite books as children I read them constantly um but once like I guess as the the subject matter started getting more serious and uh I started connecting less with the protagonist because hey gay uh it it, it was they were much less interesting and it was more of a chore yeah. you know what I discovered so I went to get my I have a brand new granddaughter so I read stories and I record them and it's, it's terribly adorable. So a friend of mine works at Barnes and Noble and gets me their discount at Barnes and Noble. So I made a list of books and I'm like, go find this. Stuart, you can't get Stuart Little in Barnes and Noble anymore. 
Really? Like, they just don't carry it? It's just not on Apparently, the it's not It's not in the print the, the way. And I was like, this is one of the best books. I loved Stuart Little as a kid. And they made like, a movie. I, I know. But there, that, is, that is wild. I was I was not pleased. And then they were reading me um, titles for some of the books that were there. And I'm sure they're brilliant. But some of them, I'm like, where, where is the, like, I'm like, get where the wild things are. Like, there's some books that are just like the books. They, I don't know. That was my thing. Mm-hmm. It was weird. But I did, I have to say, I was forced to read To Kill a Mockingbird. And that's one of my favorite books in school. I enjoyed that book. But I, I did actually, not enjoy any Jane Austen, so all of that can go <laughs> fuck itself because I hate Jane Austen. I do actually remember not hating To Kill a Mockingbird, but I also remember like reading it in three days on a school bus in the early morning because I hadn't read it all summer. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. At least I have to get all lists. of this in now. So, what is your favorite book? Uh, and, and maybe it's a Dune, but book that went to a movie or a TV series that oh. you thought you, they did a good job with this. Um, there's not that many. Can I pick a comic book? Um, sure, yes, absolutely. Um, Young Justice, a cartoon uh, in the DC universe. It, it's it they they've it's it's been one of the best like cartoons and shows I've ever seen uh the way they've adapted a lot of the stories from the comics has been very interesting uh it's been very like they've touched on a lot of adult subject matter and it's the 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 time like the the show has moved in real time and the way they've aged the characters and had them like deal with real life things in addition to being superheroes it's just it's very interesting very cool. What about your least favorite, where they just did fucking terrible, and you're like, "This is terrible." Oh god, um, it came out a couple years ago. No, it didn't it came out not that long ago? Um, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. It was. It's um. It's a, it's a, in the book series, so it's everyone dies and they wake up on this planet where they're all along this long river. And it wasn't, sorry, this was actually quite like 10 years ago, I think. I cannot remember the name of that book, but I just, it, they, I think they only made like a pilot or maybe just a few episodes. And I just remember being like, this is awful. Yeah, sometimes well, you're, you're just, you're selling it right now. River World, was that maybe? <laughs> I think it might be, I think that might be the name. Yes, River World, 2010, miniseries. Terrible. Wow. Okay. Sorry. the The book series is great. I the the show is garbage. Do you have thoughts you know, on? The I Witcher? had somebody say the other day on the podcast that their least favorite one was The Witcher, and I had to say to them, "I'm like, did you read the book?" And they're like, "Well, no. The show's just really confusing because it jumps around in time." And I'm like. I feel yeah, like there but are, you there have to have read the answers. book to not like the translation. Also, I'd like to take back that last answer. Those, the the Hobbit movies, they were all like that. Should have been a movie. That should have I'm, been. One I'm movie. on his team. You know that. I told I, you. I thought it was ridiculous. They just added of, characters, and they're like, yeah. "How do we bring Legolas how, into this? How can we make a second trilogy?" 
I, There's I, a lot of events in The Hobbit that if you jam them all into one movie, it's too much. Two movies would have been fine, I, I but as Americans, we, we don't like two movies. We need one or three or seven or eight, actually. Like, no, two movies we're not satisfied with. So I understand. Um, I don't understand was, why you had to make an it. elf character. Nothing, but... I thought there were good movies in and of themselves, like separate thing, you know? I like so Jen likes, Jen is not mean to anything. Let's just clarify this. Like she has to put a concerted effort into being mean. She only recently stopped reading a book if it was bad. She'd finish it anyway. Even if it was terrible, she'd finish it. And I'm like, you are just wasting your time. But now I have Kindle Unlimited and it's made me a lot more likely to be like, and I'm done. <laughs> nice. Will you, you finish books? Book? I'm guessing the answer is no, right? If a book is bad, God no. No. If I if I can't if I can't stand a book, I'm I am not. I'm I have my time is valuable. There are other books I could be reading. How how much time will you give? Like what what percent? Like how much will you give it? Uh, like a third. I'll get through like the first third. Okay. If I if I have not connected with the story or character by then, then I'm usually out. Or I've read some stuff where the it's not like it's not even that necessarily the story is bad, but like the like the prose is like their their writing is physically bad. They're yeah. they're not like conjugating things or, or using the right words. Then I will I usually it's like painful to read. I have to stop. I can't. I feel you. Yeah. What is the thing that will push you out of the story the, the first? Like, what is something that'll make you just for lack of a better word, chuck it and be like, I'm done. Characters making excessively stupid decisions, like in in that sort of like when you watch a horror movie and you're like, why on God's earth is this trained professional doing something they clearly should not be doing? That was the problem with that last Aliens movie, actually. Like you mean Prometheus? Because I fucking hate that movie because of that. Prometheus uh, and its sequel, like both of them. I didn't watch like... the sequel. I watched Prometheus, and I was so done. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're a biologist, and you've never seen this creature before, and you're like, going like, to keep fucking with it. <laughs> you you set out to look for, like specifically trade to look for alien life, and when you find it, you're just going to make every wrong decision. Great. Um, when that seems to like when it's obvious that the author is just making things happen for the sake of moving things along when once that becomes clear i'm i'm done do you um leave reviews yes actually i um i try to read one full book a month usually in the male male erotica genre um and i include i include the review in my newsletter and then you know post it on all the sites what are you reading right now um so the book I just finished was, uh, so it's called Initiation, and it's the first in a series called Sex Wizards. Uh, and it is honestly really, really fucking good. Um, it's written by Alethea Faust, um, and it is it's very similar to my book. It's, so it's half you know fantasy adventure set in a fantasy-themed setting, um, and the other half is kinky erotica and it's so in this universe you literally perform like bdsm acts to cast magic and wow. the way she and like she goes into very good detail into how it all works and like connecting the specific acts to specific kinds of magic 
it's very interesting. Uh, I will have a review for that out actually in a few days. Sweet. Highly recommended. Very cool. What about your reviews? Do you read the reviews people post about your book? Obsessively. Um, <laughs> probably shouldn't, but I definitely check Amazon and Goodreads almost every day. Um, and whenever I, so I, I'm happy to say I don't have many negative ones, but when I do have a negative one, I sure do start nitpicking everything I've ever written. <laughs> One that's why one shouldn't read reviews because yeah. I'm getting you know, to that it, point. Yeah, no, I, I I don't think it's bad. I think if you can distance yourself, it's fine. I personally find a lot of humor in the reviews, like for my book and stuff like that, because especially the negative ones, I don't know. I'm I'm obsessed about yeah. negative reviews because I then go look at what the person's reviewed, and I also just go. Did you actually read my book or did you just like randomly click on it? Because your review makes zero sense to the book that I wrote. I once but got a review that opened with the person being like, so I didn't realize this was a gay book, but it's like, well, then maybe you shouldn't review it. Right. Oh, no. People, uh, people, it's the Internet. People love getting exactly <laughs> their opinion because they're behind a computer and nobody, they don't have to actually say anything to anyone. Like, I know also, there's um, works on the cover, but there's orcs in this book, and ugh. Speaking, speaking of the cover, any like, I've gotten a few reviews where the person's like, I hate the cover, and I'm like, I don't, like, it. that cover is amazing, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's supposed to, it's it's not supposed to be a serious cover, and if you think it is, you're kind of missing the joke. That's yeah. the, the tone of the whole series. Like, you literally <laughs> told the artist, make this look like a Fabio romance cover, but with an orc. <laughs> I love those covers. Those are my favorite covers. I absolutely it's, love those covers. Like, They're amazing. Um, the, so the cover that I just revealed the other day on social media for book three, Secrets and Spires, is my favorite yet and is just amazing and expressive. And uh, all of my art has been done by the same person. Uh, Jabber Ox is how they go by on social media, I believe. Uh, They're yeah. a great artist and people should absolutely check them out. Oxford Crake. Oxford Crake is their name. Well, there you go. Yeah, they're actually, believe it or not, redoing the artwork for Drinking with Authors. They're redoing my banner. I was really talented. Yeah, it needed to get redone. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have the same success Dominic did. I'm going to have it. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping he keeps doing all my covers. Honestly, I've loved everything he has made. Oh my goodness. So CR asks a question that I absolutely love, which is if you could be any character and, but you have to live their life, like you have to have their whole journey, what literary character would you be? Ooh. And just literary character, any literary character. Any literary character, but you have to have their journey, meaning go through everything. You can't just have all the cool shit they're able to do. You have to actually go through their whole journey. Ooh. He's thinking, just in case you're wondering if the podcast <laughs> just went it's dead a, or it's, something. It's a tough question because you go, you're like, I love all of these things, but then they die at the end. Like, I mean, it sounds a little cliche, but I honestly might go with like Bilbo or Frodo just because like they had a great adventure and then lived a long happy life afterwards well not so Frodo but Bilbo <laughs> way to give so. away the ending there Jen nobody knows 
that. It's called Return of the King. Come on. Like, I'm not going to, you're not going to ruin it. That was Tolkien's complaint, right? He was like, gee, I wonder what happens in this one. <laughs> I had a question. It just went out of my brain. But what about, what character would you be best friends with? Like, what character would you want to be friends with that's in a book? Ooh. Uh, the mouse from the mouse and the motorcycle. Yeah. And that's not a, that's not a joke answer, but like, growing, so um, the character in that book has a, is, is a, sing, is an only child of a single mother. And I connected very greatly with that because I am an only child of a single mother. And I used to invent friends from like my toys and things in my room to play with because I didn't really have a lot. So like I would have absolutely just loved to have that little dude be my friend. I'd still love to have that little dude be my friend. Right. You have to want to drink more, but he would definitely <laughs> story. That and Stuart Little would have to want to drink more with me. That would be the, the case. Like probably not Charlotte from Charlotte's Web, because that doesn't oh, go well. No, no. no. I mean, oh God, that, that book and movie. That's like yeah. the tree in the giving tree, man. <sighs> okay. Sure I said no. Um, Where the red ferns grow. That's oh, no, one. bridge to Terabithia. Watership down. Just, Let's just, just keep listing the super sad. Why is this a child, like a childhood book that we give to impressionable young people? Um, I was wondering, all right, what was the last show you binged? Oh, um... Uh, it's so it's this animated show called Poorly Drawn Lines that just I guess premiered not that long ago. It's yeah. it's super stupid, but it's a really nice like I can turn my brain off and just watch these like it's it's about three friends, but it's two of those friends are a bear and a pigeon, and it's yeah. it's so dumb. It's so dumb I've seen good. bits and pieces. It's interesting. I think it's based on like a web comic, and it's it's just it's 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 good dumb fun. Do you have a show that is like your, I'm going to watch this. Like you talked about that being mind numb. I love when I had a stressful day or something, believe it or not, watching the great British baking show. It's like the most polite competition ever that existed on this planet. <laughs> but I can sit there and whatever reason, like that'll completely like, I'm like in a safe zone when I'm watching that show. Uh, 30 Rock or Parks and Recreation. Those are both. Uh, oh. Used to be Will and Grace in there as well, though that's a, it's aged a little bit. The new one or the old one? Well, I mean, the old one, although the new one's a little hard to watch because I know that apparently Deborah Messing and Megan Mullally hate each other. Yeah. That's why it ended. Uh, although I, I actually always called it the Jack and Karen show because Honestly, let's be honest, those are, the, those are the characters. I do that with Shit's Creek too. I can watch Shit's Creek over and over. I love that show. It I makes do me Bob's Burgers. What? I do Bob's Burgers. I like Bob's Burgers. I was going to say Friends or Seinfeld. Oh, talk okay. about aging yourself. Well done <laughs> yeah. there. No I, well, no, I was asking Dominic, which one? Oh, um, who? I am aging myself right now. Seinfeld? You mentioned Will and Grace, though. <laughs> the writing's a little better. <laughs> it's true you know what's really I, I, funny I, I, though it's, that said, i will say i have seen every episode of friends and not every episode of seinfeld okay. mm. 
You know, what's interesting, though, is I was actually talking to a friend of mine today about this. It's interesting going back and watching some of these shows. And this specifically, we're talking about Buffy, for the record, right? Oh, I love Buffy. Yeah. Which I love, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But there are certain Don't shows. Don't love Buffy love the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, it's an Ender's Game situation. Yeah. Yes. But that show would have been ruined by the advent of the cell phone. Uh, 100%. I know exactly what you mean. Because that entire show, if you rewatch it now that I've said that, you will see how many times they go, I'm going to go look for X person, which starts the entire thing going. I'm going to. Someone can't find somebody. Yeah. And so it was interesting when I go back and watch some of these shows and you think with modern technology or if there was the internet, if there was Facebook during some of these shows, like completely different shows, if that was happening. It's so funny to watch things from that era that go into like the computery side. Like, does anyone remember the movie Hackers? <laughs> oh my God, I love Hackers. Yes. And how they would put on those, like they would go into cyberspace and would go between all of the little columns. Oh, we're going on the Gibson. What are you talking yeah. about? We're going to take I, the Gibson. I loved that just terrible era of we have no idea what computers do, but we're just going to show. We have. Have a tiny CGI budget, and this is what we're going to show you. I have to say that most people still don't know what computers do, and you can say you're going to hack the Gibson, and it makes just as much sense to them and find the garbage file. Like, (laughs) I bet I could give a lecture in high school talking about this, and only a few people would be like, Is she making this up? Like, totally, it's all how confidently you say it, but 40 year old teacher in the back is going to scream out, Hack the planet. Yeah. No, oh my God. We, we, did, we did you see the new Matrix? Speaking of, um, I have not. Um, I did not enjoy the last two Matrix movie Matrix movies. And while I'm sure this one's not nearly as bad, I just it it's similar to like the how the last Star Wars movie was. Like it just removed my enthusiasm for the universe. So I'll get around to seeing it one day, but having it. Yeah. If that happened clever. with the last two, you may want to pass. No, it's cleverly. Don't talk heard, to her. Don't. <laughs> no, oh, right, I... right. She likes everything. She does. No, I actually, I have to say, I liked it, and I think it's one of those movies you have to watch more than once. But there is definitely like because there's a lot of little subtle things that happen throughout the entire movie, kind of like The Matrix, where you like to me that one and Galaxy Quest. Like I watched it about five. I still watch it sometimes and find stuff new, and I've watched it a million times. Right, it's just the layers of how the thing was written. But I love what the Wachowskis do, and like especially like like on repeated watching stuff their stuff always gets better. Like Speed Racer is a great movie and it's extremely underrated that more people need to see. Um, so I, I, I am definitely going to watch it uh, eventually. And I love, like Keanu Reeves is a great actor. Um, but I'm going to need to watch it like at home when I can pause it and go do other stuff when I need to. What, what are your thoughts on Jupiter Ascending? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God. That was, that was a lot of choices. That was a lot I of. Thought it was fun. And I thought, I, I, okay, there is a great example background. right there. What I'm talking about. Fun making it. <laughs> I um, think they missed the mark. That's what I think. Like I think there's there could have been a changes that they could have made, and that movie would have been great. But because I mean, it's I'm not the acting, the acting wasn't terrible. 
it, I don't know. I look at scripts and I'm like, give me the script. Let me just, let me fix this for you. Take this out. Like now go remake the movie, please start again. A, a lot of, a lot of choices were made. A lot of choices were made. Okay. Do, when you're reading, do you prefer, you talk about reading a lot of stuff online. Do you mainly read digitally versus print books and stuff like that? Um, I do just uh, out of mostly just like an ease thing. Like I read mostly in bed at night, so I can just pull it up on a tablet or my phone and it's right there. Um, rather than, you know, needing to keep a book at my bedside or needing to order a book to keep at my bedside. What was it like having, because um, you you actually at least did one in-person event where you got to sign book. What was that like for you? Uh, really weird. Uh, weird and great, but all, like, so, uh, this was like height of COVID protocols too. So I was every, I was masked up, uh, and trying to avoid being too close to a bunch of other people, but it was, it was super cool being able to actually like see people in person, like, and what they thought of my book and, and getting to sign a few, like it, it was, I was still like getting used to being an author at that point. So it was just, it was really trippy. I, I can't wait because you've had fan art. I can't wait till somebody shows up at a booth dressed as one of your characters. For a second, I thought you were going to say with a tattoo. And I was like, oh, God, I hope not. But, oh, there's a tattoo. There's tattoo. another challenge. That can happen. <laughs> um, those would both be amazing, but no one should rush out and do that unless they're really, really dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Who Actually, is your favorite author? Ooh. gonna go back to comics and say Jonathan Hickman actually uh the stuff he recently did on X-Men was really 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 great uh he's written a lot of stuff not even just comic books so I definitely give his stuff a read will you stick with the series regardless if you're reading it or a comic book even if it starts to get a little bit hazy there no uh, there was a good 10 years where I wasn't reading any X-Men comic books, actually, and it was actually Jonathan Hickman's reboot uh, last fall that got me back into them. Uh, like when, when stuff's bad, like I, I don't want to waste time on it. Uh, there's other stuff I can give my attention. If you could have um, lunch with an author, who would it be? Alive or dead? They'd be alive when you were having lunch, so you're not like doing lunch with a zombie, but... Mary Shelley, just because I would love to know the kind of... like She seems like a girl that I would want to be friends with. Like If we went to school together, she would be the girl I would, at like, I would attach myself to until I came out of the closet. <laughs> um, I, I would just... Uh, she like Frankenstein is so good, and... She carried... Like she carried Percy Shelley's heart after he like he drowned and on the boat when it sank, and she carried the, the, the his heart with her. That weird girl. That is exactly that girl. who I was friends with. Yeah. That, that is weird. Okay, Jen, I'm going to give you the final question. <sighs> um, favorite quote. God. Something that bounces back in your head every now and then. Uh, give me a second. We're doing some Googling, I see. Put him on the spot. 
this. I'm sorry, I'm coming completely blank. I, I, so the quotes aren't a thing I guess I keep in my mind that often. Do you, okay. do you quote movies a lot? Okay, I'm jumping, because like I quote movies all the time. Jen, we like quote movies, shows, everything like that regularly. What? On Wednesdays we wear pink. Oh, Mean Girls. Oh my god, I love Mean Girls. Favorite movie, I guess, is if that, that wasn't asked, but that, that is what that is. Yeah, like, least, you can't uh, sit with that, us. That is, yeah, that is a movie I can watch over and over, although I'm sure there are a lot of people in my uh, age group that feel that way. Well, that was also, a very really, well-written really movie. Lohan's making a comeback. Who? Lizzie Lohan appears to be making a comeback and seems to be doing very well. I I, I hope so. I would also mm-hmm. like Amanda Bynes to make a comeback because I love some of her stuff. I, I, I hate that she went so... She took a hard turn. <laughs> You know, it definitely shows the support system, and Brittany's doing something right now. I'm very happy for Brittany. Yeah. Okay. So let's do shameless self promotion. How do people find you? What is the book series? Let's talk about it. Uh, so my book series is Steel and Thunder, which you can find uh, just about everywhere you can find books. Uh, the third book in the series, Secret Inspires, comes out on May 30th. Uh, you can find me online at dominicashen.com. I'm at Dom and Ashen on Twitter and Dom.n.ashen on Facebook and Instagram. Wonderful. And thank you so much for being on this podcast. The book three comes out May 30th, right? Yes, correct. Awesome. And thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So I've been Erica Lance. My co-host has been J.M. Paquette. Our guest has been Dominic Ashen. And our sponsor has been Skunk Brothers Spirits. DWA10 is the coupon. Buy all their, their stuff, drink it, and enjoy it without driving. Drink responsibly. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.